what does the Bible teach about business? That's what we'll uncover together on the Business in His Image podcast. This show explores strategies from the Bible that will help you grow your business, strengthen your walk with Jesus, and help you reach your God-given potential as an entrepreneur. The Bible is filled with practical wisdom to help you live for God while using your gifts. Let's unpack what that means for you and how you can use biblical truths to build a thriving business that honors Christ. Now it's time to dive in. Hello! This episode is going to be so good. I'm looking forward to this. We're going to be talking all about portfolios, okay, for new creatives. How do you showcase your work when you don't have experience? I get this question all the time, so I'm really looking forward to diving into this topic. Now, if you are new or maybe you've been doing this for a little while and you've been thinking about a portfolio, a few things have probably been running through your head. You may not know what even goes into a portfolio, or maybe you feel like you don't have anything to put in it because you don't have experience. So I'm really looking forward to walking you through my portfolio, what I include. And as I walk you through it, I'm going to talk to you about what you can use to substitute certain portions of my portfolio so that you can apply it to your own business if you are newer in business. You're going to be able to replicate my strategy even if you are new. So let's get into this. Number one, I'll preface this by saying that I create my portfolio inside of Canva. I used a template that they had. I have Canva Pro and I edited it to have the colors I want, have more of my personality in it. But if you are not a natural graphic designer, use a template. Even if you purchase one on Creative Market or somewhere else, use a template versus trying to create something from scratch because they're going to place the elements in a way that looks cohesive and professional. And it's going to make you look good. Don't spend hours and hours on the design portion if that's not your natural skill. And then it may not come out the best. So I recommend sticking as much as possible to the original template because they placed those elements there in that way for a reason. So that's one of my biggest tips. Now, if you are a Copyland student, you have access to a resource inside the course where I interviewed my friend Blair Brown. She's a brand strategist and she talked about how to make your brand look high end on a budget. There are some really good gems in that interview that you can apply to your portfolio. So if you are a Copyland student, I highly recommend jumping in, watching that interview. You're going to get some great tips that you can apply in addition to what I'm going to share today. So number one, when you look at my portfolio, the first thing I have is a cover page. So I have a cover page. It has my headshot, my title, and my email. Super simple. Then after that, it goes into a cover letter style introduction. This is where you can show a little bit of personality and show value. And this is also when you are going to start using your copywriting skills in your portfolio yourself. Even if you're not a copywriter, you can swipe a lot of my resources and write with copywriting strategies in mind. You want to make it focused on the person that is reading the portfolio, not yourself. And the biggest mistake that I see is when people are applying to an opportunity, they make it about themselves. Oh, this sounds great. I would love to work with you. I do this and this. I've done this. This is perfect for me. And it's all about them, right? But what value are you bringing to the table? And even if you're new, you have to think through how you can reframe 
different aspects of the experience that you do have, even if it's transferable experience, to show how that is going to be an asset to the person who's going to outsource you. So you want to have that cover letter style introduction. The next thing that I have in my portfolio is a resume page. And it's super simple. So I just have my work experience. And I really only have two things on there, which is my role when I worked in-house and then all the years that I've worked as a freelancer, I lumped it into one section and just bullet pointed how I served in that capacity. Now, I also have a section where I have something called bonus points and it's just like my skills, different things that I have experience with that aren't stated elsewhere in my portfolio. For example, I speak multiple languages. I add that in there. I have experience with multiple social media platforms. I add that in there. And then just different aspects of my character that I think are going to be relevant to the people reading my portfolio. So I add that in there. You want to keep it simple and you don't want to put too much in there. You don't want to make it overwhelming where they are looking at your portfolio and they don't know where to even start reading. So try to keep it simple, but also make it feel full, like it has all the information they need to really make a decision on why you are the best pick. All right. Next, after the resume page, I have something called the project page. And that's where I place different projects that I worked on some of my favorite projects. And it's a mix of projects that I worked on while being an in-house copywriter and also freelance projects. So what I did is I just took an image, put the image there, put my role in that project and a short description of what I did there. So they can get a sense of my experience in a more practical way, not just saying, oh, I did this, I worked with this company, but sharing a little bit more in depth. What did I do in within that role? What did I do while working this company? Now, if you're new, what you're going to put here are practice projects. You should not wait until you get your first client to start practicing. So you want to create projects of your own. You can find prompts on the internet. If you're a Copyland student, I include a bunch of prompts that you can use inside of the course. Use practice prompts or find people that you can collaborate with. Maybe find a business owner who's newer in business. Maybe they're not looking to outsource just yet, but they could use the help and you could use the experience. Link up with them and help them with their business, whatever capacity that is. Maybe if you're a copywriter, maybe that's creating an email sequence for them, writing a new website for them, whatever it is, but you need the experience. And I think a lot of people focus on getting paid right up front, but you need that experience. So if you're brand new to the scene, you don't have experience, it's going to benefit you to link up with someone and offer your services in exchange for that experience, in exchange for a case study, in exchange for a testimonial. If you can get paid while getting the experience, that's great. But even if you don't and you're brand new to the scene, it's going to help you. You're going to make that money back eventually because you're going to have something to put in your portfolio. You have to really put yourself in the business owner's shoes. And as someone who hires and gets pitched to all the time, I can say that being able to see someone's work in action is super important because people are trusting you with their money. Clients are trusting you with their money. So don't be afraid to do some work without necessarily getting paid in, in exchange for money, but maybe you're offering your service in exchange for that experience, a testimonial, a case study, or maybe you're bartering services with someone. That is highly beneficial to you if you're new. Okay. So you're going to have that projects page and then case study. So I put a case study of an outcome, a result that I was able to achieve 
by the grace of God, for a company that I worked with. So can you at least find one business owner who you can use your process on to get them results and then turn that into a case study, right? So for example, if you are an aspiring copywriter, can you find at least one business owner or even two business owners who need help, maybe their copy could use some refreshing, their copy needs to be optimized. Can you practice what you've learned and implement those conversion copywriting strategies and maybe rewrite their welcome sequence or another aspect of their marketing assets and then track the results? See, was there an increase in open rates and click-through rates? Track and measure those results after you work with them. And then turn that into a case study. That is so powerful. And I highly recommend doing that. So next, after the case study, I have a testimonials page. Now, if you're new, like I said, you can offer your services in exchange for a testimonial, right? Link up with another business owner who's newer in business. Maybe they're not ready to outsource. Or you can get testimonials from other colleagues, maybe in other positions that you've had. And maybe they can speak to your gifts, your character, and things like that. Next in my portfolio, I have a page with my media features. So I am frequently on different podcasts. I collaborate. I've been featured in different news articles and things like that. So I put that in there. However, obviously, if you're new, you're not going to have that upfront and that's okay. So what you can do instead is talk about your unique process. So if you're a copywriter, talk about your copywriting process. Talk about why it's effective. If you're a web designer, same thing, whatever service you provide. And also consider creating authority building content by collaborating with other professionals. So example, go live in someone's community. Maybe you can find someone who has a smaller audience, a smaller Facebook group, and they're willing to collaborate with someone else who's also new in business. Go live in that community and talk about your expertise, not making it focused on you and what you know, but maybe there's something that you can teach that audience. Maybe you're one step ahead of them in a certain area. You're learning something that you can share with them or just talk about your journey because people will relate to you. That's authority building content. Other ways to do that, you can create a free bonus offer for someone's course or someone else's package. For example, if you're a copywriter, maybe you could create a free workshop or a free template. If you're a web designer, same thing. You could create a free template. And obviously that's going to help you build authority because it's going to put your name out there. When people get that resource, right, from that person that you're collaborating with, they're going to see your name, your branding. You should have an opt-in, a way for people to connect with you and things like that. So that's authority building content. You can also do collaborative posts on Instagram with other professionals. That's a way that you can build your authority. And even if you're new, you can do this. Now, I don't know if you heard a past episode of this show with my friend Pamela Krista, and she talked about overcoming the fear of niching down. Go back and listen to that episode because we shared some great gems on how to build authority, even if you're new. So I highly recommend going back to listen to that episode. So after the media features, essentially, that's it. That's my portfolio. And then at the bottom... I like to have something that shows my personality and my values. So I include one of my favorite Bible verses in relation to work and things like that. So for you, add something, add a little bit of personality. Before I added that, the old version of my portfolio had a link to sign up for my email list. And that's probably something that I may add back. You can use that as an opportunity to build your email list, to share an opt-in, but you want to have some kind of call to action that can help you 
build your business as you're putting your portfolio out there because you just never know. People will sign up. People signed up to my email list just through that. So that's something else that you can do. But you want to just add something that shows a little flavor, a little personality or some of your core values, like I said, and that's just going to help you stand out from the crowd and help people to connect with you. Now, if you want to see this in action, I posted an Instagram reel actually scrolling through my portfolio so you can see what it looks like from cover to cover. And you can find that on my Instagram. It's my Instagram handle is at the virtual mama. And if you enjoyed this, you definitely will enjoy the business module inside of Copyland because I go through so many aspects of business, not just portfolios, but just so many aspects of branding and marketing a service-based business, especially if you're a copywriter, it's going to be super helpful for you. And if you're interested in learning more about that, you can go to thevirtualmama.com slash copyland. I have an entire business module inside of that course, and it is just packed with value and on-screen step-by-step trainings that are going to help you land clients, market yourself in a way that is effective, not sleazy, and not going to waste your time. So thank you so much for spending this time with me. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Business in His Image podcast with me, your host, Joe Harris. If this show has blessed you, please share it with a friend and subscribe so that you can be notified when we release new episodes. My prayer is that God will help you soak up every bit of what you've heard today and help you apply it to your business so that you can see results. I'll see you next time and may God bless you.